Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Hey everyone, it's Sherry Stahl, host of the Soul H2O radio and podcast show. I'm so excited you've tuned in today for our Galentine's Day episode. We're talking about how vital gal pals are to living a happy, fulfilled, and purpose-filled life. This week features an interview with author and speaker Kathleen Hardaway, one of my sweet Southern gal pals, and you're just going to love her accent. Downloadable Soul H2O journal pages help you dive deep into the teaching segment and quench your spiritual thirst. They can be found on today's show notes at soulh2o.com slash 56, along with information about our guest. So let's dive into today's Soul H2O devotion and get refreshed. Well, I want to wish all of you girls listening a happy Galentine's Day. I love hearing from you over the past year and a half and hope more of you will join us in the Soul H2O Splash group on Facebook. Galentine's is a newer holiday that was started back in 2010 through the power of TV. In the second season of Parks and Rec, they named an episode Galentine's Day, where the quirky character of Leslie Note, played by Amy Poehler, gathered some of her closest gal pals on February 13th for their annual brunch of waffles and love. I think it's crazy how a TV show has created this really beautiful holiday that can take your mind off Valentine's and any heartache that might bring to focus on something we can all celebrate. Because as Leslie said in the Galentine's Day inaugurating episode, the day is all about ladies celebrating ladies. I love that. So this year, I decided it was time to start celebrating Galentine's Day and planned an online brunch with girls in the Soul H2O Splash, some Zoom meetings with girlfriends, and next week, I tape with my Fab Four friend group on the topic of friendship for the Goodness Speaks show. You got to watch my social media to find out when it airs. To say that I believe having gal pals is crucial to living your happiest, most fulfilled, and purposeful life is an understatement. I don't believe you can get to the destiny God has for your life without a posse of women to cheer you on and open doors for you. We need each other. Women have been helping each other to live out their purpose in gal pal packs since Bible days. I love how the New Testament writers record the stories of Jesus' female disciples. They didn't often get pulpit mentions in the last century, but often when you read about Jesus with his 12 main guys, it says that this group of women were there with them and they weren't just creepy groupies. Women were key in Jesus' birth, childhood, ministry, death, resurrection, ascension, and the spread of the gospel in our world. It's probably why the Orthodox and Catholic churches have venerated about 41 women as saints. Females are integral to the health and growth of the church. You can read all about the impact the first gal-pal pack made in Luke 8 verses 1 to 3. It tells about how Jesus went out on a ministry tour and how his 12 disciples traveled with him, as did a number of women. Jesus broke all the cultural norms and acceptable practices of a rabbi to include women in his ministry and social circles. Jesus was one of the first 
feminists, placing value and worth on the women around him. Throughout the Gospels, this group of women had some key leaders who were mentioned numerous times. There was Susanna, Joanna, Salome, Mary the mother of James, Mary the mother of Jesus, and Mary of Magdala, or Mary Magdalene as many call her. Luke 8.3 says these women and many other women supported Jesus' ministry from their own personal finances and also traveled with him. Together, these girls were Jesus' financial and ministry partners. Together, they were powerful. Together, they made a difference. You too can make a difference in this world with the right pack of gal pals. So don't let this Valentine's Day pass you by without making sure to build on the friendships that will help you fulfill your God-given destiny. Nourish your faith with your favorite Bible teachers whenever you can. Connect to your global community wherever you are and worship with an uplifting mix of today's top artists however you want. Download the MyJoy Radio app right now and never mute out your favorite songs, stories, or scriptures ever again. It's free and grants you unlimited access to on-demand programs and podcasts and in-app Bible and Joy Radio's 24-hour live stream. Get the MyJoy Radio app today in iTunes and the Google Play Store. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Kathleen Hardaway is a moody published author of I Kissed a Lot of Frogs, But the Prince Hasn't Come. And her latest book, Dare to Believe Again, Boldly Live Out Your God-Given Dreams, are both impacting lives around the U.S. Kathleen was on staff with Precept Ministries International for over 30 years and has transitioned to her own personal ministry as an inspirational speaker with a passion to encourage and equip people to live out their God-given dreams. Her Dare to Believe Again moments uh, episodes are airing on DirecTV and other channels with an audience of over 50 million homes. Kathleen, it's so great to have you on the Soul H2O Radio and Podcast Show. Welcome and happy Galentine's Day. Sherry, it's so great to be with you and reconnect. I I really think so too. It's hard to believe, but it was almost eight years ago that God began to connect us when you were working with Kay Arthur, one of my, you know, uh, on-air mentors and assigned you to write an article about me that was going to be featured on our website, as crazy as that was. And then we met at Christian Women in Media Conference in Dallas and we became fab friends like right off the bat, didn't we? Yes, I love how the Lord does that. It's just so neat. And I love that he has brought us back together after all these years. Yeah. And, you know, we've been able to connect again off and on through Christian Women in Media. Um, Today on the show, we're talking about loneliness that can sometimes be associated with singleness. And, And I say sometimes because you're a single girl and one of the happiest people I know. So does your relationship with your girlfriends, like me and others, help you to not be lonely? Absolutely. I can't imagine my life without my girlfriends, honestly. If I need prayer, I can send a text. If I need, if I get down, I'll call somebody. I cannot even begin to imagine my life without my girlfriends, honestly. 
And I think you are just like one well-connected lady and <laughs> you have girlfriends all over. I do. I do. And it, it, that's the one thing people might want to think about. You know, you don't always have to have friends just in your community. Um, you know, this saying, you know, called the Internet and, <laughs> you know, your cell, your cell phones and to think that I'm sitting in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and there you are, and, and, and we're talking, and we have such a great connection. And, yeah. and um, you know, what the enemy wants people to do, I think, so often is when you get down, is to keep looking down and to keep mm. looking at, oh, I'm alone, I'm alone, I'm alone. And John 10, 10 says, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy, but I came that you may have life and have it abundantly. So single or married, God wants us to have an abundant life. Yeah. So what would be kind of your best advice for girls? You know, Valentine's Day is tomorrow. Um, and, you know, for the single girl listening to the show and she might feel lonely, you know, what would be the best advice for her to get out of that? Well, for one thing, I have a friend, she was an author and a speaker and a counselor, and she said, just remember that it's one day in a lifetime of events. And, you know, you can use that in so many areas of your life. It's one day in a lifetime of events. Don't focus on, I mean, if you're having a hard time, I probably wouldn't advise you to watch a love story. I probably wouldn't advise you to stay on social media where everybody loves to put their flowers out there and all those things. I don't know what that is, but I would just encourage you. What I have done when I used to really struggle with Valentine's Day, and I did when the girls would get the flowers in the office and I wouldn't, um, I I would decide I was going to see who I could encourage. I would encourage you, see who you can encourage. See what you can do for someone else. And when you do that and when you spend time doing that, the day's over and you're fine and you're not depressed. That is great advice. Focus on someone else. Uh, that is the solution for a lot of our problems. But, you know, um, I was just thinking, though, the single life and dating can often lead to heartbreak. And then in your book, you share one of the stories in your book, I kissed a lot of frogs, but the prince hasn't come. You share a story about a difficult breakup that went you went through and wondering if you can share with the audience, you know, how you helped to get over that heartbreak. Sure. You know, growing up in my life, it was all about boys. I was obsessed with dating and dances and knowing that one day I would grow up and get married. I mean, just always knew that I would. I always had boyfriends. And I'll never forget when I was about to turn 40 and I was still wasn't married. I was at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention and I walked in an elevator in L.A. And this nice looking godly man said, hello, Kathleen. And I thought, how does he know my name? And I forgot that I had my name badge on. But anyway, <laughs> um, he started talking to me. He said, are you going to this reception? In my mind, I'm thinking, if you are. <laughs> no, but I was. <laughs> and so we kept talking and and he just kept talking to me, and I thought, I have a hunch. And I was either thinking, uh, this was in the day before cell phones. You know, I thought he was going to pull out his wallet with his kids and everything and start showing me that, but he didn't. Instead, he kept pursuing me and talking to me. And now I'll never forget, he said, do you want to go have coffee? And so I thought, okay. So we came up with this excuse for the next day so that I could go to another reception and have an excuse to put on my black dinner dress and here I come down the escalator and he's standing there in his dinner jacket by the fountain and it was like a dream he said here take this quarter mm-hmm. throw it in the fountain I thought who does this you know it was just it was just a great evening and I just thought 
could this possibly be the one? Well, they kept pursuing me, and he lived in a different state than I did. And that was back in the day. Can I call you? He actually, I actually got a handwritten letter, you know, and all this. And he wow. sent me a Valentine's. <laughs> and, you know, I know, uh, showing how old this was and back in the day. And I was following pretty hard, pretty fast. You would, too. And he was in ministry, and I was in ministry. And I'll never forget the night I got the call. And he called, and I could tell his tone was different. And I can remember just standing in my bathroom, and the tears just started coming. I knew. And he said, you know, I really don't think I'm supposed to pursue you anymore. And I just, I, I couldn't talk. It was like a knife going straight in my heart. And I, I couldn't breathe. And he, are you all right? Well, you know, I was far from all right. You see, because it wasn't about this one particular relationship. It was about one more relationship that didn't work out. And I can remember just crying out to God and saying, God, not another one, not another relationship that's not going to work out. And you see, I had worked in ministry all these years. I taught teens, I taught women, I taught you know, conferences. And, you know, it came to a pivotal point in my life. Did I believe God and his word or not? Did I believe him or not? And did I believe Romans eight twenty eight that we've quoted so often? We know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Did I believe that or not? What good could possibly come from this? Not another broken heart. And, you know, mm-hmm. good did come from it. You know, I remember writing this story in a daytime or when I first started writing, didn't even know I could write. And I just started writing in tears flowing and writing this story about one more relationship. You see, because I thought about killing myself. I thought about saying, you know, I want to end it all. I want to end it all. But, you know, God let me. It's like, no, that's not a good testimony. You know, killing yourself would kind of ruin that testimony you had that you've had all your life, <laughs> you know, since you've been saved to live. But in Proverbs, I had to cling to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he'll make your path straight. And Sherry, in time, joy started coming back in my life. And and I had to just cling to the verses and to these things that I knew that I'd taught my whole life, that I had to believe God again and again and again. Well, it's an amazing story of how you didn't allow that one heartbreak to wreck the rest of your life because from that point on, God set you on this amazing journey of becoming an author, a speaker, now a, you know a television show. And so it's really exciting. We're going to come back and hear more from you after the break. I'm Kathleen Hardaway from episode 56. And my music pick for Soul 820 Radio is Still Rolling Stones by Lauren Daigle. Out of the shadows, bound for the gallows, a dead man Revive Our Hearts with Nancy DeMoss Walgamuth is committed to calling women to freedom, fullness, and fruitfulness in Christ. As the author of over 20 books and leader of the True Woman Movement, Nancy has dedicated her life to introducing and guiding women through biblical womanhood. Revive Our Hearts with Nancy DeMoss Walgamuth, weekdays at 11.30 a.m., right here on JOY, hometown Christian radio for the GTA. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. 
Well, it's so great to be back here with Kathleen Hardaway, author and speaker. Kathleen, you are a woman who worked for K. Arthur Ministries that is all about, you know, getting into God's word. And you are someone who teaches that yourself. And so what is a Bible study tool or tip that you could share to help people get more out of their time in God's word? I just really encourage people, if they've not ever done an in-depth Bible study, to maybe look at precept Bible studies. I um, uh, would encourage them, and a tip that I've learned from that is to do a in-depth study by looking at a key repeated phrase or a word. So if you're reading through the Bible, which I encourage you to do, is have a little book beside you and just begin writing down in some kind of tablet or a book and just write down, what is God speaking to you? What did he say over and over and over? If you're reading the book of Philippians, you know that the key repeated phrase is joy. And mm-hmm. just what is God speaking to you through that? Very good. And then what's uh, your favorite Bible verse or one that encourages you lately? Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works within us. Ooh, that's a great verse and such an encouraging one that really is close to my heart. And, you know, um, in your life, we've talked about your, you know, your struggles at the start of being single and how, you know, it kind of almost crippled you, almost took your life at one point that you shared in our first segment. But you got to the point where you stopped hunting after a man and started hunting after God's plan. And it really set you free. So maybe if you could share people, you know, that, how did you get to the point that your focus changed from that hunt for a man to this hunt for God's plan? Because you you can't just focus on your problems. You got to focus on the power of God. And you see, um, I I, I take him literally when he says um, all things are possible. And so after my first book, I just started seeking the Lord. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? And laid on my heart that I would dare to believe again, boldly live out your God-given dreams. And I wrote this book, you see, because one of my spiritual gifts is exhortation. And my favorite thing in life to do is encourage people. And Mm -hmm. so that's why I wrote this book. And um, I just encourage people, if they're really struggling and not sure what to do next, they may want to get my book because I give a step-by-step plan how to live out your God-given dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, I can testify that you definitely love to encourage people. You have done that in my life a lot of times. But I, I really do like how in your book, you encourage people to keep believing again. <laughs> and maybe if you can talk about that, even in the title, Dare to, to Believe Again. Yes, because, um, you know, someone might be listening today and they think they've really blown it in their life. They may think, you know, God can't use me. I've done too much. I've, you know, whatever your situation is, um, no. Every day is a brand new day. I'll never forget, I heard a woman speak, and she walked up to the microphone and held her hand as if she was going to uh, fire a gun. And she said, you know, I never thought that I would hold a gun to a bank teller's face and tell me, tell you, to tell him to give me all your money. And she said her and her husband did this over and over. Well, of course, eventually they got caught. She was sentenced to 21 years in solitary confinement. She had nowhere to look but to up, and she started reading her Bible, and she gave her life over to the Lord. And I'm talking about Mary Kay Beard. 
And, you know, at that time, they said, we want you to think of about um, a ministry for children. And she thought, what do the children do during Christmas? And mm-hmm. so um, she started thinking about that. And if you've heard of Angel Tree Ministries, you know that it's a ministry where people can go to a shopping mall and there's a Christmas tree and you can get a little white a piece of paper off, and you can buy a present for someone's parent, you know, for a child whose parents in prison. And, you know, yeah. Mary Kay Beard um, has helped impact millions of people's lives. You see, you can even have robbed banks, you know, and scared someone to death by holding a gun to their face, and God could use you in a mighty way. And I love her story. I just love her mm-hmm. story. You have to believe again and again and again. He can use you mightily. Don't ever give up. That is really encouraging that, you know, often we can think that we have messed it up or sometimes we think because of our age, we've passed that expiration date. Oh, exactly. You're never, never too old. You know, if you have a pulse, you have a purpose. You know, I love that line. Mm. You have a pulse, you have a purpose, and God never wants to give up on you. You see, as I keep saying over and over in Matthew 19, 26, but with God, all things are possible. And we could go down to the list, you know, look and just open your Bible and you'll see over and over and over when it was, they were later in life. And then God said, now's the time. Now's the time I'm going to use you. Um, and, and it's just never too late. Well, Kathleen, I hope everyone grabs a copy of your books. And I think, you know, this focus to change to, you know, chasing after God's plan is really something that is going to help girls if they are struggling with some loneliness this Valentine's Day, that they would go out and celebrate Galentine's Day. Find a girlfriend, celebrate. Um, you know, the links are going to be found on today's show notes for your books. But where can people best find you online? Um, they can go to KathleenHardaway.com if you want to just see more about me and, um, and just see. I have blogs there. And you can see my resources there at KathleenHardaway.com. Or if you want to go to Amazon, both my books are there too as well. Well, Kathleen, it's been so much fun having you on the show. Thanks for being here. Oh, it was great being with you today. I hope you're convinced that having great gal pals can lead you to live a happier, more fulfilled, purposeful life. I challenge you to celebrate the great friendships you have with women. And if you need some Galentine's Day inspo, check out today's show notes at soulh2o.com slash 56. They have links to my blog where there's lots of fun ideas for the day and Kathleen's info too. From all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad you joined us for EP56 of the Soul H2O radio and podcast show. Next week, we help you celebrate the week of love with another gal pal of mine. Sheila Gregoire will be our guest talking about her newest book, The Great Sex Rescue, discussing the lies you've been taught and how to recover what God intended. Until then, I'm praying you stay blessed and refreshed. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.